Welcome to Unsung Stories, where we'll be chatting to unacclaimed mamas in the Christian world who love Jesus, are faithfully seeking to know and love God more, and pointing their families to Him. I'm your host, Laura Smith, and I hope that you will find solidarity with a regular mum living out the gospel in regular ways and be encouraged in your own unsung story. Thanks for joining us. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Unsung Stories. Today we hear from Emma and how her relationship with God is going as she adjusts to motherhood. If you're new here, we have two different types of episodes on this show. One is where we kind of deep dive, becomes a little bit more topical as we look into our mum's refinement in motherhood. This one is a little bit more broad, a little bit more general, and just to have a check in and see how things have changed. So Emma this week helpfully shares how she's finding the adjustment and the things that she does to try and point herself to Jesus in this season. And she wraps up with an awesome quote that I think is great for all mums, whether they've been doing this for a short time or a long time. Emma shares a bunch of resources in this episode, and I've listed them on the episode page of the website. Also, make sure that you're joining us on Instagram, because this week I'm going to go live and share a bunch of easy-to-achieve resources, especially if you're in the younger years of motherhood. But for now, let's jump into today's show with Emma. Hi, Emma, and welcome to Unsung Stories. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello. I'm excited to be here today. Great to have you. Uh, just so that our listeners can get to know you a little more, could you tell us a bit about yourself and what family life looks like for you? Uh, so my name's Emma, as you said, and I'm married to Matt, and we've been married for almost four years. Um, we're both emergency nurses at a very big regional hospital. And so that means um, we're shift workers. So each week looks a little different for us. I'm a mama to a 17-year-old little boy named Alfie and a second little human who's coming in August. Oh, that's so exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, So that all sounds like a little bit of a juggling act, especially, you know, different shifts each week. How do you go about prioritizing your relationship with God during this season? Yeah, I feel like the term juggling act is an understatement. Um, (laughs) I've really had to learn, I think, how to make use of the really small moments in my day to be able to prioritize my relationship with God. So for me, that looks like when I'm walking um, with the pram or following Alfie around the backyard, I will often listen to Christian podcasts that spur me on. Mm. I find it really helpful hearing from other Christian mums as it encourages me just to keep going as a Christian and to make most of this season, mm. as I think can be really hard um, when you're in those really nitty-gritty moments. You mm. feel like you're the only one. But yeah. podcasts really help me remember that it's not just me and to be encouraged. So that's really good. What's What favourite podcasts do you like listening to that help you do that? Yeah, definitely. So um, this one, <laughs> um, I listen <laughs> <Thank> to. <you. laughs> I also listen to Risen Motherhood and one called Mums Group. Oh, Mums Group. I love podcasts. I've not heard of that, so I'm gonna. Have yeah, to so Mums Groups from like another Aussie Australian mum, and they just kind of talk about different topics and how they tackle them as Christian mums. So it's really really cool. Yeah, awesome. Um, yeah. And so I guess another way that I try to prioritize my relationship with God during the season is trying to be intentional at being regular at church. Um, 
but to be completely honest, that's really hard for our family to do at times. Um, so getting my entire family unit to church on a regular basis is like a win. Like we get so excited mm. every time we're on the car going. Um, and that's because between one of us working on a Sunday sometimes or we're just being in like the rotation of daycare sicknesses that have been coming home yeah. and with COVID not being able to go to church being sick, <laughs> it's been a real challenge. And then once we're at church, it can be often really frustrating at times because I find it really hard to listen to the sermon. And that's because I'm chasing Alfie around most of the sermon. And it's actually funny because I remember when Alfie was little and stationary, I used to think, oh, this whole mum church thing is so easy. And then he started moving. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I can't hear any of the sermon or write notes anymore. So a wise older woman actually suggested listening to the sermons during the week if I haven't heard much of them on a Sunday. So I've been doing yeah. that and finding it really helpful. Yeah, and then cool. if both me and my husband are at church, we'll often take turns watching Alfie. So like one week on, one week off, and that's been working really well. I've also enjoyed reading and I find that that's a really helpful way to prioritize my relationship with God. So I find reading Christian books really helpful, but I have discovered that they need to be short chapter books, <laughs> otherwise <laughs> I don't stay awake. So I try to do that in the evening when Alfie's in bed instead of watching Netflix, for example, and that's had to be an intentional change for some of the nights during my week. And then if me and my husband are both home, we try to read a Christian book 10 minutes before bed when we're both home. And that's been really helpful as I'm finding just a little bit at a time goes a long way mm. in prioritizing, yeah, just learning more about God. Mm. I have to say I've, I'm a bit similar, so I've found Christian books really helpful. Yeah. And I really liked what you said about like it's been an intentional change to watching Netflix. 100%. Um, <laughs> and I found Audible really, really helpful. So yes. when I don't have capacity, even if I have the physical book, sometimes you get to the end of the day and you're so tired. But even just listening to it in my ears and being intentional with what I'm listening to or just listening in the car along the way, that sort of thing. Yeah, I've definitely. really appreciated. Yeah, I love Audible for the car. It's really, really mm. good. <laughs> yes. So how do you feel like your relationship with God has changed since you became a mum? So kind of what was it like before and what's it like now? Yeah, so I think before becoming a mum, I don't think I really ever knew what it meant to truly to come to the end of myself, if that makes sense. So I think I've had to learn how to lean on God and depend on him a lot more. So since having Alfie, uh, I've definitely struggled with anxiety surrounding his health and I think that's because being an ED nurse and I think all nurses might better relate to this a little bit I've seen a lot of grieving families like right there in front of me and mm. I think that's really made the idea of unexpected loss of a loved one really tangible so I've really had to entrust my children and even my husband to God and I'm not perfect mm. at it and there's a lot of there's been a lot of tears and um it's not like I just one day made the decision and it clicked my fingers and I just could trust God fully with it. So I've really had to pray. And when something really sparks me about worrying about Alfie or my husband, I've really had to learn to pray about it. Mm. I have to really intentionally learn to pray about it and not just go into that. I almost go into this state of like 
preemptively grieving. Like I'm just like mm. I'm feeling what I have seen so tangible in front of me. So mm. having to trust God that he has a plan for my children and my husband's life mm. and really, really depend on him in that. Yeah, I think it's been really humbling for me. Definitely changed in that way. I have to trust that he has a plan and that mm. his plan is better than what my good plan is and just getting my head around that and that what I think's best for my family may not be what God thinks best, but that means I have to trust him um, mm. and lean on him. So that's been and a that's, huge I mean, change. a pretty radical example that you're talking about, but I think we carry it on right down to, you know, your kid falling over at the playground or exactly even the little things in life. Yeah, um, or like children not wanting to sleep and like why is that yeah. God why is that God plan right now for me that my child yeah. doesn't want to sleep for weeks on end? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's entrusting them to God. Exactly. And I think that's been really humbling. Again, in my frustrations um, as a mum and my exhaustion as well, like particularly when things aren't going the way I'd want it to go. So, for example, like I said, my child not sleeping or the messy house staring back at me and I'm Mm. exhausted. I've had to realise that the circumstances that I'm in are the circumstances that God has given me and I've had to preach to myself that I'm not God and that he Mm. is God and that he's good and that he's still sitting on his throne in those frustrations and those moments of exhaustion. Mm. So what have you found the most helpful way for you to read the Bible? So do you use a study guide or a study method or do you just pick it up and read it when you can? Yeah, so at the moment I'm finding the use of audio forms the best. Mm. Um, So I've been following this one year praying through the Bible for your kids book by Nancy, Nancy Guthrie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she gives like quite lengthy passages to read each day, sitting down and actually reading them. I don't find super practical, but I find listening to them on an audio Bible on my phone the best as I can listen to it sometimes while I chop something or while I clean, or even if I am sitting, it just seems a lot easier to do and it just seems a lot more what's the word I'm looking for uh achievable Achievable. I guess yeah yeah so then I then read the devotion that she's got and then I pray and some days um if I don't don't have the time really to do all the passages I'll just read the devotion and pray and I'm finding that really really helpful I also have found using there's an app called prayer mate and I really love it for praying intentionally because I find that I'm praying regularly for myself and my friends and my family and the wider world in a structured way and Mm. I find it really easy to update so I like that if a friend says to me I'm really struggling with this can you pray for me I can actually just put it straight into my phone and that way it'll rotate through their their name will come up eventually and I will pray for it and that way I'm actually intentional yeah that's great yeah that up. that's called prayer mate yeah prayer mate it's a free app yeah cool it's really really good i'll just jump in here if yeah. anyone's listening because we've mentioned a fair few resources tonight uh on our website unsungstoriespodcast.com.au i think oh gosh <laughs> um, we have a episode page and i'll put all of this information up in the show notes yeah great and Check the link on whatever device you're listening to because I should remember what the URL's called. So has there been anything that's been a struggle in you spending time with God? Yeah, I think just consistency. 
like even this week that's just gone, I probably have read my Bible once. Mm. So I think my consistency just ebbs and flows because I find the evenings too exhausting but the mornings are not as practical. practical. (laughs) Yeah, or I'm getting up at, you know, 6 a.m. to be at work at 7, so my morning's at work. Yeah, and then when I'm at home with Alfie, he's trying to rip out the pages of my Bible. (laughs) And then also just I have found at times social media and technology often they just distract me from making time we've got a priority so it's so much more easier to scroll on Facebook than it is to sit and um, intentionally think about the Bible so having to make an intentional decisions to not be on technology has been a struggle that's hmm. great thanks for being honest there it's oh, all right <laughs> um, so what's something that's really grown you as a Christian in motherhood mm. yeah so this was a hard one because I think I've been grown in so many ways I've found fellowship with other Christian mums to have really grown me in my walk with God. I've got two Christian mums in particular who have just been so wonderful. It's just been so encouraging to walk alongside each other and share the realities of motherhood together, including the highs and the lows. And this has actually really helped me to learn how to humble myself. And that's because, firstly, it's been a lesson in envy. For example, like comparing how my child is sleeping compared to one how one of their kids is sleeping. So I've had to learn to trust God with my circumstances. And in doing that, I've had to really learn to be truly happy for my mum friend when they're celebrating the small wins in their motherhood journey that I might be mm. currently struggling with. Also been really humbling in walking alongside mums who don't pretend to have it all together and just sharing the realities of what being a mum and being a Christian mum is like and why we need Jesus more and more each day. Just being so vulnerable with one another has just allowed so much room for encouragement and for joy and for prayer. And I am just so grateful that I've been able to walk alongside them in such a vulnerable way and share Mm. life with them. I think it's just spurred me on as a Christian mum to keep enduring and to keep trusting God. So how would you encourage the mum who loves Jesus but is feeling distant in this season? I've actually been reading a book recently and it's called For the Joy. It's mm-hmm. a Australian book. In this book, there's one mum uh, in it that sums up what I would want to say to a mum struggling and feeling distant from God. So if it's okay, I'd like to read that because it's really encouraged me and I think it could encourage others. So a little context, this book is written by a bunch of different missionary mums and in this section, this mum's called Jessica and she sums up what is called her confessions of a not-so-perfect missionary mum. So she says... Bible study and prayer are not the fruit of the Spirit, nor are they measures of one spirituality. I think it's the little, ordinary, everyday moments that reveal to us and to others what it means to be a Christian. How do we respond to sick or grizzling children, to singy or spendthrift husbands, to snarling traffic? How do we respond to tripping over toys not put away, to wasted, unwanted dinners, to defiant bad behaviour? Am I loving, peaceful, patient, kind, faithful, gentle, good and self-controlled? Our children learn from us all day how to be and do, 
not just in the minutes that we spend reading the Bible and praying. And then she sums up, and this is my favorite bit, I will continue to run and continue to stumble and continue to get back up again and keep trying all by the grace of God who loves me. And I found that so encouraging. I know that last bit, all by the grace of God who loves me, even when I'm stumbling and trying. Or just like get back up. (laughs) Yeah. As you're reading, I'm like, oh, here we go. Yes, I've not been doing, I've not been good at that lately. Yeah. Got to keep getting back up. I feel exactly the same. And I remember the first time I read that, I like, I'm pretty sure I cried because it's just such a reminder that the measure of my motherhood is not by how much time I spend in the Bible with with my kid, but Mm. about those moments and reflecting Christ back to them, even when I fail at doing that. And it's going to be messy, but just a reminder to continue to lean on God's grace, Mm. to run that race with endurance and with hope. And how much that is such an integral part of living out a Christian life. Like even at the beginning, I liked what she said about like Bible study and and all of that isn't a measure of our spirituality when so often it's so easy to go, oh, yeah, I'm reading my Bible or whatever, like I'm ticking the box of being yeah. spiritual. But in fact, if I'm not living it out, it's not important. Like, yeah, anyway. Exactly. And like Bible study and prayer are such good things, but mm. it's like that head, heart, hands analogy, I think it is, like, you're reading and you're learning your head, but if it's not changing your heart and going out into your actions, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just yeah, that's so beautiful. challenging and encouraging. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I find that so encouraging because it reminds me that the measure of my motherhood is not by how much time I spend in the Bible with Alfie, but rather it's the everyday moments reflecting Christ back to him. Uh, and it's going to be really messy, but I found that so encouraging because it would continue. It reminds me to continue to lean on God's grace to run the race with endurance and hope. Mm, that's beautiful. Emma, thank you so much for being vulnerable with us today, for taking the time to share your tips and how things have changed for you since becoming a mum. Uh, thank you for being honest and sharing the things that you're struggling with. So as always, uh, Emma's going to wrap up today's show by praying. So why don't you stop and join us? Dear Lord, um, we are just so thankful for the blessing of motherhood, uh, even in the moments where it feels like a burden. Uh, Lord, help us to be grateful for this blessing and the season that we are in. Help us to trust you in the hard parts of motherhood And remember that you are still on your throne despite how we might feel. Help us to not put on a show, to act like we have it all together. And maybe we be vulnerable with each other and encourage each other. Help us to run the race with endurance, pointing our children to you, even though we may fail many times to do this well. Lord, help us to humble ourselves, seek forgiveness when we fail, and to remember your grace until your kingdom comes. Amen. Amen. Amen.